Hey my loves, welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talk. Would she move me? I am your host, Kira, owner of Hey Healer. And this specific episode oh, just gave me so much joy. I will be talking with Regina. She is a master herbalist and holistic nurse. And we met actually in Dallas where she had a business, I would say, and also was nursing for some years. And so I opened Hey Healer, Regina came in, we connected, and it's been an amazing ride thus far watching her um, expand, leave nursing full time dive into entrepreneurship as a holistic practitioner, herbalist, and I'm just excited. I'm just so proud. I'm peacock proud, as they say in the South, but I'm so proud of her. So can't wait for you to dive into this conversation with us, talking about the sacred yoni and all things that pertain to living, cleansing, clearing, owning, sitting on your seat of royalty and just trusting your body. This is Kira and Regina, owner of On Her Throne Holistics. Grab you something warm to drink, and I will see you soon. Hi, Regina. Hi, how are you? Okay. Tag team back again. Rex in the fix. Okay, no. (laughs) Good to have you back. So we just finished an amazing live. I'm kind of still riding the high of that. Um, I want to jump back in and I'm going to give you some time to reset and transition first. So I want to do a heart check with you. You you open to that? I'm very open to that. So this is a little cheat sheet I'm going to give you. We used to do this in clinic in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And, um, a client will come in and before they just either go into their shale contracting or unload. Mm-hmm. Both extremes, right? Before we get into the chart, we will ask them a heart check. And what they didn't know was the heart check for the practitioner was allowing us to read them, to look at their movements, to look at their, you know, their facial expressions, their body language. But specifically, we were listening for something. And so here's the thing. You have three seconds to tell me, to just release whatever it is on the surface of your heart Meaning, if you're in your brain, if you're thinking about it, it's going to take you longer than three seconds. But your word, and then you're going to fire off something to me that is right at the surface of your heart. So you're speaking from the heart. And if there's a pause, we'll just say pass. Um, You know, if you are a little competitive, I'm sorry, we're not going to go back. But... (laughs) I think you do good. All right, you ready? 
Okay. Are these just questions or emotions I'm feeling or anything on my well, mind? Well, it's just the words. Just just okay. one word and then you just give me whatever you feel, whatever you see, whatever you think, right? So this is whatever is on the surface of your heart. This is a heart check. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yep. Okay. So your first word, let me make it easy for you. Your first word is heart. My first word is heart? Yes. Heart. What do I feel when I feel heart? Love. <laughs> okay, love. All right, I'm gonna let you slide with that first one. Okay. Your next word is fire. Fire. I think. I don't know. Pass. I can't think of anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sacred. Ooh. Boom. Sensual body woman me truth heart herbs i didn't hear the word say it again herbs oh herbs mm -hmm. uh, oh i just i just felt a smell <laughs> I, I, I felt a smell come upon me my herb my herb shelf in my shop oh I like that okay a few more words let's go with the color yellow calendula <laughs> mm -hmm. okay uh open open the first thing that came to me was heart mm. last word is goddess I think surroundings, people around me. I love it. You did it. You survived. <laughs> so I, I love that. It right. It was fun, right? I love um the heart check get in clinic, yeah. right? Because one, because it's not expected. So you kind of catch them off guard, which mm -hmm. you know, I think you get the best and answers when people aren't prepared for them. Right. So, so we would typically go through a series of elements, right? And so this is mm -hmm. like cheat sheet for us. So I'll say, you know, air, earth, water, fire, and depending right. on the answers, whether or not they could answer or or what answer they gave would be kind of like a cheat sheet into the element that they were in, um, whether internally or externally, and whether or not it contradicted the season or the element that we're currently in, right? So I, it, it's a, it's such an interesting dynamic <laughs> between mm -hmm. us and our relationship with nature and just bringing people back to that awareness, but you did so good. Congratulations. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to diagnose you and say what element you're in. I'll just say that you are, <laughs> you are open and thriving and you are literally thriving so let's jump in Regina owner of on her throne holistics new space in San Diego and expanding um and expanding yes how how has this journey been for you and how long has it been for you with you going from nurses to on her on her throne Still in the journey, 
Um, it's been a beautiful journey. Um, it's been about almost three years now from transitioning to full-time as a nurse and now in full-time in my business. Um, about maybe a year and a half now, half of that has been full-time entrepreneurship. So that's been a plus. Um, it's been a beautiful journey. It's been a growing journey. You cannot have a business or start a business without personal growth. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's this uh, there's this quote that I heard. Your let me see. I want to make sure that I'm getting it right. Your personal development will your business development will never surpass your personal development. Mm. so you have to always so what that means is it comes with you first right mm. you have to be growing first so it's a stretching era um but it's a beautiful journey and it's continuing like you said it's expanding but I've learned a lot about myself and I've I've surprised myself I love that so speaking <laughs> of surprises you know here in in our our she moved me goddess den um this is where we get a little a little more personal into the story medicine story medicine rather surrounding who you are and what you do so if you're willing and able mm -hmm. would you mm -hmm. share some of those surprises that have come up for you in this three-year journey and transitioning and then a year and a half being full-time solely working for yourself what are some of the surprises that you've encountered hmm. I would say one of the biggest surprises is just I believe that in the modern day kind of like job right like when you go from school to college you know or or whatever or even from school into straight you know job market mm -hmm. um you're dependent on something else which is like the system right mm -hmm. and take care of you and to all of those things and if you were raised that way you never think for a second that you can depend on self Mm -hmm. and self-reliant and that hey you can be your own boss and you can be able to make your own schedule all of those things that we think are dreams and are far-fetched from real life they're all obtainable mm -hmm. and I guess also coming into the awareness that that American dream <laughs> It's not your dream. <laughs> Everybody is put on this earth to have a purpose. Mm -hmm. What is your purpose? So I think that's been the most surprising thing that, hey, I'm actually living this and I'm actually thriving in this. Wow. You can have the mind is so beautiful. It's whatever you think, whatever you want. It's 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 limitless. Whatever you want, you can have. Oh, that's my word. I love limitless talk. <laughs> yes. Limitless. 
let's limitless. go a little deeper with limitless energy for sure. You said something though that I kind of want you to circle back to being raised. And I think this is just culture, culture, climate, um, also the messages that we receive through media and through our, our peers and whatever demographic we are born into or raised into. To be mm -hmm. raised to believe that you have to be codependent on a system to validate you. Absolutely. And what you said was, you know, this upbringing can kind of deter you or make you question, can I actually mm -hmm. depend on myself, right? Can you right. share some right. of the, the ways that you've, um, you've encountered, like, really answering that question, but, like, in real time? Like, how did the answer show up for you? How did you come into being on your throne and trusting yourself, let alone depending on yourself? Hmm. Well, I think it really came down to mindset, right? I, I feel just kind of going back a little bit when how I left. <laughs> So how I left my position at my job and how I got into it, because obviously I did, I started my business while um, at work, while still working full time. Um, but I believe that dealing with the pandemic, it brought out a lot of that stuff for people, you know, a kind of make or break. Mm -hmm. And prior to it hitting, I want to say like um, this was December 2019 or maybe November 2019. Um I just reached a point in my life that it was like, I had to be real with who I was. I had to, it was time to step out in that way. It was, it was time. There was something that literally, and it was spirit pulling me out of my job. I would have never in my own head, right. Um, would have, would have sanely, <laughs> and I say that loosely, but sanely left my job and signed a good job. Right. Um, and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm resigning from this position and I'm going to go live my dream. It's like, what? You, you're going to do what? You know? And I feel like it was, it was spirit literally leading me every bit of the way to leave that position and come into that full embodiment of who I am as a woman in my business. Um, all of that, I had to embody, I had to become someone else. I had to become my true self. That other part of me, I had to close that chapter and I had to fully embody who I was and be true to that. And so I didn't have to, at that point, it came down to not worrying about, um, you know, how it was going to happen or, you know, was it going to maintain every month the way it should? No, I was in tunnel vision and I said, this is going to happen and I have to surround myself with like-minded people. I cannot listen to the naysayers and I have to fully embody what I believe in my spirit. And so I literally let spirit lead me. This was spirit led mm -hmm. and this was fully changing my mindset into saying, if you can literally see it in your mind and there's something, that gut wrenching thing in your heart and in your spirit that's continuing, you're not thinking that for nothing. Right. So you have right. to really trust that internal compass and go with it. Because what happens is, is that you continue to think these thoughts and you talk yourself out of it every time. But mm -hmm. those thoughts are never 
not necessarily yours. That is what society has put on you. You know, what, you know, maybe family members have said or things like that of self-doubt. And so you literally have to, you know, leave that and develop a new mindset and coming into exactly who you are and what you are supposed to be in this life. Oh, child. Okay. <laughs> we, we can go so many ways with that, but that was that was a little sermon that you just <laughs> preached. I, I appreciate you for that. I don't think it is. Um, let me say it this way: I don't. I don't think we account for all that is required and necessary to make a decision that is life altering that takes it out of yeah you know a paradigm that we were born into it is right. very courageous it is yes. um it is almost a sense of martyrdom and um hmm just like it's it's, it's joseph campbell's you know the hero's uh journey right and can some of us can come out feeling like the wounded healer um right. but specifically for women goddesses the sacred feminine and those of us coming out of this divine masculine energy because again that's what we were taught to lead with like you yeah. gotta do this and you gotta do this and then when you're done with this you do this and then you're gonna you know connect with this person and then y'all can make these little people and then y'all right. you know have a house and then y'all need to do you know you got to get your 401k and you got to have your accounts and you gotta and everything is so like you know structured and and yeah. and gratitude for structure that we need that energy in our life but to the point where it's debilitating but that's yeah. all masculine and I don't think Specifically, mm -hmm. women understand the value of having both. Actually, leading with the sacred feminine and being in harmony with the divine masculine at the same time, right? There's a quote I, yeah. I often share, but I always read this almost like a mantra every day. But the the masculine thrives in uh, work and in doing, in logistics, in, mm -hmm. in, in the movement, right? The feminine thrives in safety and yeah. nurturing and ease and flow, right? Yes. This is, you know, in the Black church experience, we talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, the, the breath of God, source energy, breathe into life, like uh -huh. brings, you know, babies here. What, what allows us to create, right? That's divine feminine energy. Um, right. So I, I want you to speak to that journey for you, but also maybe uh -huh. what you've experienced with women specifically making that transition or just just coming into this, this awareness that I need to balance and I, I need to harmonize. I like harmony yeah. better than balancing, yeah. but I need to harmonize. I need to create this internal homeostasis where uh -huh. my masculine is, just you know well let me say my feminine is just as prominent and even more prevalent than my masculine that I can create and also execute and initiate like what was the journey like for you 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, what I'll say is just what I learned from that is starting out with having all of that masculine energy and not necessarily knowing that it was masculine energy, right? right? Not being in alignment and just feeling this imbalance, this uneasiness day to day and not knowing what this is. There's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's showing up in every part of your life. Because when you're out of alignment, it, it pours over to your, your, your relationships and, you know, your, your job and your this and your that. I mean, everything. And so you're trying to figure out what that is. And then it starts to show up in my womb space, right? Mm-hmm. So I started dealing with um, heavy, heavy menstrual cycles. And I did not quite know what was going on. And it was so heavy that I would go outside because I had transitioned from inpatient to outpatient at the time. And um, I would go outside to call a patient's name. And one day I happened to start my period right there. Like it was like a floodgate. Mm-hmm. And I had no with no warning. And I don't think that necessarily it probably was with no warning. It's just that I was so out of tune with my own body that this thing was happening to me. And it was spilling over into my relationship and things like that. And it was too much. It was too heavy. And I finally got through to my partner where I was like, look, I'm drowning. I can't take this anymore. This is not me. I can no longer do this. I have to get out because I feel like I'm um, in prison within myself. And that was so much of me not representing who I was in my every day-to-day life, that it was time to leave. And so, like I said, I was able to change my mindset and get my partner on board with understanding what I needed from him, you know, as uh, the masculine energy in the relationship and how I was harboring so much more of that in that time. And when I say out of alignment, even that was out of alignment. When we weren't, we weren't connected in synergy because he was more feminine and I was more masculine. We were out of balance. Look at it that. All poured over. It mm. all poured over. And so um, him understanding me and finally getting that, 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 that need for me to be out of that space and to get into who I am and to be true to myself, you know, and like I spoke about earlier, just um, on the live, just about, you know, wearing those pants, <laughs> wearing those pants, those scrubs day to day. And, not, and there's nothing wrong with wearing pants. But for me, it was a symbolization of how much masculine energy I was holding every day. It was a reminder of that. And mm-hmm. so now, and, and from a girl who's not necessarily been a girly girl, or you know, growing up or whatever, I was always kind of like a tomboy. But even though with that, now I'm 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 finding myself loving to be more softer, loving to wear these flowy dresses and embody every part of that. So um, bringing women into that journey and letting them know that, hey, because a lot of women struggle with that. Yeah. You know, especially in 2022, a lot of women are struggling with that, making that transition and trying to figure out what that is. 
And I mean, but now just being able to embody all of that and I, I feel more, it's almost like a puzzle and you have, you're putting it together and there's a piece that's missing, but you keep putting in the wrong piece. And then finally, and when you turn it, it down and make it fit. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then now it's like, ah, I found the right puzzle piece. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And I'm in alignment and things start to work out better just by me aligning myself correctly. I don't think people understand how much gratification comes from finding a puzzle piece that fits. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm just thinking, I'm, and I'm speaking to, you know, my, my, the demographic of people who actually grown people who still put puzzles together. Like, I mean, a thousand right? pieces and up. A thousand, I have a little anxiety about a thousand pieces. I'm still doing the chunky, <laughs> the chunky pieces, you know, right. with my eight year old. A thousand pieces though, but I, there's something about, cause I, I will be working on it probably for like three months. Right. <laughs> but there's this this gratification that comes over you. And it's a sense of validation too, is how something so subtle and so yeah. it is a childlike experience as well, but it it's it solidifies something for us as an adult after we turn this thing around six, seven, eight uh -huh. times, and finally uh -huh. we find the piece that fits, and then internally you like, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the man, like, yes, 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 I got it. And then you're on to the next one. And like, whatever your feeling is with the next one, I think really carries you through finishing the puzzle. Um, right. I, and I feel that's so synonymous to our journey um, in life, but specifically as women, a, a large part of this it's sad to say, but it is, this is our reality, but a large part of the journey of womanhood in this culture is coming back to ourselves. Yes. Embodiment, mm -hmm. full body sovereignty and yeah. shifting, shifting narratives. I feel yeah. like that's, that's the ongoing narrative that's in every culture. It's in every mm -hmm. bloodline. Um, mm -hmm. pass on to the next bloodline, right? If that previous generation either dropped the ball or didn't do it. Um, right. Where do you think you're in your family lineage? You, what you do shows up again for you. Mm -hmm. This is, and this is, um, I haven't asked this question openly, but I, I, I remember having this conversation with my partner and just asking them, you know, can you trace back? Can you identify someone in your bloodline that did what you're doing now? Mm. That as, as far as as it pertains to stepping away and 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 any part of in like you know, as we talked about earlier, was anybody kitchen witching in your family? Mm. Was yes. there at, you know this desire Absolutely. for? going Absolutely. against the grain, doing things differently, shifting. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, my mom, for sure. My mother. My mother was a self-taught kitchen witch and herbalist. And what's so crazy about it and it, and it and it's kind of she was definitely the, you know, the oddball as they call it, or the black sheep, or you know, whatever you want to call it. And um 
um, I say the gifted one, <laughs> but um, she mm-hmm. was all of that. And um, the difference though, and she tells me every day, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for sticking with it because she succumbed to pressure of, you know, um, family and, you know, life and all of those things. And she allowed it to get in the way of her true passion, her true um, internal compass. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's like, you're, you're, you're everything. She's like, you're my hero, you know? So definitely mm-hmm. my mother, I know that's where I get it from. You know, I'm not the norm and that's okay. And I'm fine being that I don't feel, I feel like we we're all, we all have a journey and we're all supposed to be different. And I think like we spoke about before, it's just, this is this is the way it was set up the world so that way you know you go to the same schools you take the same tests and you can get the same jobs and you can do the same stuff over and over and it's this fake facade but where's your where's your passion where's your where's your creativity you know and even in that that's that's all sacral energy you know that passion that creativity that expression all of that that joy that pleasure where where is that so definitely my mom, I get that from her. Shout out to the mamas that, <laughs> that were the rebels of their generation and, and this were born into, even if they didn't fully complete, mm-hmm. they yeah. started, which gave mm-hmm. us enough, you know, in that marathon yeah. or that race, right? You gave me enough inch to catch the baton so I can grab it. I just need Absolutely. the tip. Just let me grab the tip and I'm going. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love that for us and um just for this generation of goddesses that I feel are my peers, my reflections and my mirrors. You are certainly one of those. Um I want to move into talking about the yoni and herbalism in terms mm-hmm. of energetics and what we what we thrive in today or presently what you are thriving in with your product line your business your clients just and I ask this question to myself so I'm, I feel like I'm sometimes I'm just talking out loud but do you ever just, <laughs> just sit with yourself and and just periodically say damn Regina <laughs> <laughs> this a few things could follow that but this is how I start like damn damn Kara but like right. like telling yourself that you're proud of yourself you're yeah. or are you surprised at what you've done the connections you've made uh-huh. and um, are you inspired even you know by the inventory and the products that you have curated um and and in that same question, you know, if, if you ever have that dialogue with yourself, how do uh-huh. you use your blends? Like, what's that process for you? You don't have to give us the formula, but like, what are you looking at um, in term, when you are sourcing and, and curating a blend for a client? Uh-huh. Um, I definitely have those moments. Um, just the other day, I was looking through my Instagram and I kind of was scrolling all the way down, you know, 
and about a year ago and I'm like reading the caption and captions are life you know you guys need to look at the captions because I just I was just amazed with the things that I wrote and I'm like whoa that was me because I feel like I'm such a humble person and sometimes I don't give myself enough credit but um taking that time I think reflection you know, going back and just seeing where you came from and, you know, where you are now, you know, even the to the smallest things, even like your labels, right? Like when you first started, your packaging, you know, all of that, it's all you, it's all of your creativity. And so definitely um, those moments are precious. And, um, you know, I'm very grateful for all of that. And as far as how I curate and create my blend um, for women, the approach that I take is I try to um, not only just make sure that, you know, energetically it's working for them and it's going to fit for that person, but mind, body, spirit, right? So, like, um, for instance, if I have a person, I try to get to the root cause. What is the root, right? Because I feel like sometimes in, um, I wouldn't even say self-taught herbalism or people that kind of experiment with it, you know, they just tend to kind of say, okay, well, I know this is good for that, right? And that's good for this. So I'm going to put this and, you know, one plus one equals two (laughs) type of deal. But I think that they're missing the fact that it all has to tie in together, right? Mm -hmm. It all has to create and tell a story um i'm very big on not just treating the symptoms that's not what we're doing that's western medicine right so we're looking for holistic medicine the whole individual mind body spirit what's going on what led you here how's your heart right now um how's your love tank all of those things um when it comes to my ladies and especially the yoni um, people don't really understand how important the liver is, right? Just nourishing the liver and all of that. And so they don't take any of that stuff into account. It's not necessarily just picking, oh, this is good for that. And I'm going to put all this stuff together and it's going to give a kaboom, you know, because everything in it is good for one specific thing. So um, that's basically how I create my blends. I start with that. Um, just a few weeks ago, it wasn't necessarily a yoni blend, but it was for her yoni issues, I should say. But it was a tea. I created a tea for a lady. And uh, on my website, you're able to um, order a custom tea. So there's like a little questionnaire that I ask that kind of gives me a better understanding of them energetically, but also, you know, um, a, a description of what they would like the tea for. And when I tell you, I felt this woman so strongly I felt her need for love that she was lacking love in her life Mm -hmm. and you know spiritually I felt her and it was so strong and so I I felt the need to kind of um um blog about it I guess you want to call it on and you know on Instagram that you know making a tea is more than just you know, not more than just energetics. It's more than just, you know, physicality. It's all of that. It's it's all intertwined. So um, definitely just looking at it from a whole perspective, mind, body, spirit, you know, what's going on, knowing that, hey, if you have an issue with the womb, it could affect the heart and the heart is, you know, can affect the kidneys and all of this. Everything is, is together. 
So mm-hmm. we have to look at them as a person and know their story. Oh, gosh. There's a few things you said that, first of all, <laughs> thing about the liver is my jam. I think that was the heart and liver, one of my two favorite organs. And in, in orientation, there was this riddle that was going around and um, this was orientation into a clinic at PCOM. And so they asked who was the, I think it was either who's the emperor or who's the general, which organ is the emperor or the general of the body, right? And, and the emperor, the general, when you think about it in terms of like the kingdom, medieval times, like what does an emperor do? Or if, you know, anybody listening into Tarot, the emperor cards, usually uh-huh. it's some, you know, masculine um, figure right. that is kind of in charge, the initiator, the general, right? Uh-huh. This is the one who leads the army, who does the training, who is the logistics person. Right. This is the go-to guy. And but asking that question in terms of like, which one of your organs is the emperor or general of you, like within you? And so everybody was just throwing out answers like, you know, the gut, you know, and the heart or the liver or the kidney. Um, I think once we got to our official class where we had to revisit that question, the heart came up again. And basically there was no right answer. It was just really the objective was to see why or where you would answer from, like where are you answering from? What experience, what story are you drawing? What's your reference point and why, right? right? And so something my mentor said, I call, call them like my my clinic papa. There's a little old Asian man. <laughs> and he said, um, you're going to answer from the organ system that is actually the emperor or general of you. That's what you lead with, right? So if it's your liver that's in charge, that's what you are going to lead with. If it's your heart, if it's your kidneys, if it's your reproductive system, is if it's the right. organ system, right? That's what you lead with, which got me to thinking, well, if that's what I'm answering with. What else am I initiating in my life with that same organ system, right? So for you to say the importance of nourishing the liver, so many women I talk to that don't understand that whatever the state is of your liver, which governs the emotion of anger in Chinese medicine, right? So you're hoarding this this elemental fire that is angst, irritated and frustrated, right? So then you're leading with that. And and the proof in the fact that you're leading with that is what's your go-to medicine when you feel those things, when you feel angry, irritated or angst, alcohol, food that's highly acidic, um, things that are just gonna continue to add heat because the liver is the general of the body. Okay, I just gave a whole. Oh my goodness, I love it, I love it, absolutely. One of the things why I fell in love with this curriculum specifically because it didn't just give us the answer, like it made us formulate why this makes sense because the answer is gonna be different for, for each of us, but basically why from a holistic standpoint, everything that you do, is from 
a personal lens, but the importance right. of, of cleansing yourself, right? So this whole journey you talked about and in coming into your womanhood, your knowing, your audacity, your autonomy, and how that mm -hmm. fuels into the medicine, right? The blends mm -hmm. that you make for other women. It wouldn't work as well yeah. as it does if Regina is not doing her work. That's the part <laughs> we're not connected. Right. right. It works if you're not working, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So let's, I'm, I'm going to throw out some kind of like how we started our fire round um, or heart check. Um, and we ended the live this way. So I'm just going to, we could take our time. You don't have to rush through this, but I'm going to say about four or five, um, I'll say diseases of the body. And these are particularly ones that we see uh, more so with women. And I'm just going to ask you to just share your approach. You can, you can just name some herbs or you can, you know, share your thoughts about how you go about helping clients with this particular disease. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go back to the thyroid. That's our first one. What's your thoughts or your regimen for the thyroid? So thyroid. Hypo, hypo or hyper? Okay. So regimen for the thyroid would definitely be um, holy basil. Mm -hmm. Holy basil definitely be one of those lemon balm, um, and then I also always, always, always I have to go over their diet. Mm -hmm. um, so like it's very important, and it's 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 kind of uh, irresponsible to not address what they're putting in their mouth to begin with right. um, before giving them herbs because herbs are great. You know, don't get me wrong, they're very. And this is from an herbalist standpoint, okay? I'm not saying don't take herbs, but what I'm saying is is to start at the basics, start where you are, mm -hmm. um, you know, ABC, right? So what you're putting in your mouth, are you drinking enough water? You know, is your body more acidic? Um, what, what, what's slowing down your thyroid? You know, if you have hypo, what can we do there and clear up? Um, I'm big on the detoxification in the morning. You know, your body does the heaviest detox between 4 a.m. and 11 a.m. That's circadian rhythm, you know, um, mm. clock. So we need to be paying attention to that as well. Um, what's your what's your emotions like, right? Mm. So all of that thing, I feel like it all ties into um, all everything. You know, your emotions, what you're eating. And then we can start with the herbs. So I, I like to cleanse you from the inside out. So what's going on in your spirit? What's going on with your emotions? And then after we got the emotions together, then this is just what I do when I do a, like, say if they came for a consultation and, you know, they had a thyroid issue. So I'm going to check what's going on with your emotions first. And let's talk about that. And then, you know, all of this will be in your recommendations. Then we're going to go over your diet, you know, and as you spoke about what are you, why are you eating the stuff that you're eating? You know, is it governed from anger? Are you having more, you know, hot foods or crunchy foods, you know, that's, that's more like angry, you know, things like yeah. that. Do you crave a lot of that stuff, salty, irritating, stuff like that. Then we're going to go into those herbs and maybe a tincture or however you are willing to take it. 
So yeah. I would definitely do those. I know I went on a tangent, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm starting with the ones that require a tangent first. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is, it's, it's an intense, it's intense. Yeah. I'll just say that it's, it's intense. And I think because certain organs and organ systems carry so much energy alone with them like in the function of what they do one thing I love to do with clients is to just kind of real quick take them through a little anatomy and it's interesting this was the class that I hated but now I can't get it out of me because I always want to just refresh in our minds well do you know what the liver does do you know filtering do you know what your kidneys are actually doing like I don't think we really put um enough appreciation in in the actual function of our organs right so then kind of like out of sight out of mind so if you're not thinking about what they do for you it's it's easy for you to abuse it and neglect it right absolutely yeah okay couple more let's do um Let's do the reproductive. And this is kind of a another heavy hitter because this encompasses the ovaries, the uterus, the mm-hmm. the vagina, the, the the vaginal walls, the cavity, the right. the, the clitoris, the, the everything that's involved in that space. But I want to specifically talk about the reproductive organs. And okay. maybe we can bridge infertility in that too. Um, because I feel like primarily what I've seen in the past few years there's infertility which is heavily connected to like either a cold wound or mental imbalance Mm -hmm. Um, and also like family pathology what's your experience with infertility so this is a big one for me because um I get a lot of women with this issue, and actually, just to throw a little celebration on it, yeah. I have a one, yeah, one, we just had a baby, of, yeah. uh, our tea. yes, our tea and our fertility blend, um, Yoni Steam, so, you know, shout out to her and her baby, it was beautiful. Um, we love so, success stories when it works, when, it, when it's, so and, and that matters because the client is actually doing the work too. Right, right, right. And I want to say, I know I'm past 27 as far as babies, so I can't even, I, I, I stopped counting after a while. So it's been a, it's been a lot, yes. Um, but so with them, I approach them a little bit differently. Um, I think what I've encountered is where are you? I've, 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 and I'm going to say this two different ways because I've had, two, I've had both circumstances, okay? One lady was struggling with fertility and we were young. I got this actually from uh, this client came to me by way of restore her wellness, shout out to restore her wellness. And um, (laughs) so I got the client by way of her and she had been Yoni steaming her for about three months. She said, you know, nothing's going on. We don't know what's going on. So I said, let me talk to her. So I actually had a phone um, conversation with this woman and it came down to she really did not want to be pregnant. Mm, she was resistant. It was, yes, yes. And so I asked her, you know, and she said, it was more so my partner. She wants a baby and I don't. And so I said, okay, 
I said, so that's what it is, because there's nothing going on, you know, you're, you're, there's something you're rejecting, you're being stagnant on, and your body is answering to that, Mm -hmm. so I was so blessed that I was able to pick up on that, and then on the other hand, I had another client who, the lady who actually just had her baby, when she first started her journey, she was all in her head, Mm -hmm. she was so overly in her head, so I like to get that approach going first is what is, what's the resistance here? I, after I can kind of figure out what the resistance is, then we can move to the next phase of what, what we can do, right? So whether that be um, nourishment, because that's number one, we got to make sure that your, your body is functioning properly. So you got to get those, that nourishment in there. Okay, so whether with minerals, with mineral uh, mineral dense herbs, and then, you know, going for maybe the Vitex, okay, or maybe um, uh, Don Quay, right, Mm -hmm. Um, things like that um, on a regimen. And then also, I love to do my expecting mommies looking to, you know, uh, have a baby journal. I love that. I want you to know, get out of your head. Get out of your head, baby. Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's get it all on get paper. Get out of the body. Let it be. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. And, then, and then let's think of the good things that are going to happen because they're so wrapped in their head. Like, if, what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? What if it does? You got to get out of those feelings. So I really like to work on them with all of that, like nourishment. First, I need to see where your head is at. And what's causing this resistance? Because when the body is in alignment in the state of homeostasis, it's going to do exactly what it's meant to do. Exactly. What, so, what you say, I'm, and I want to interject while we're still in the reproductive system, mm-hmm. clients specifically that are in their head, but also kind of like in this, um, mm, resentment, uh-huh. partners specifically uh-huh. men divine masculine so they feel like it's either their fault or they're doing the work and the partner is not aligning their body um right. the partner might be at fault you know because we're there's always there's there's a sense of blame to kind of like when we get to the root and a lot of the ways that we translate root is whose fault is it right <laughs> what what's the culprit and the culprit they, they're typically pointing fingers at <laughs> the spouse the client right. um do you also create regimens you know if you have a couple that is trying to actively get pregnant how important is it for you that the husband is also a part of this regimen yes yes absolutely it takes a village. It's it's everything because that's that's a big a huge part of your emotion center, right? Your physical, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, that 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 lifeline to you. And so, if that lifeline is kind of dying off and not doing their part, or you know, um, whatever the case that whether it be support or um, whatever the case may be, whatever they need at that time. Um, it's it's definitely connected. So, um, like I said, with holistic health, it's mind, body, spirit. It's everything involved. So if that is causing that stagnation, 
are causing that blockage, then that has to be addressed. So approaching that, you know, um, just them together and whatever that may be, you know, first of all, getting on the right, the same page. (laughs) Get on the same page, you know, and then treating them as such, whatever they might need as well. I love that. Don't, don't leave our guys out. So you divine masculine that's listening to this, you are a part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Um, And also herbal regimens are a wonderful um, path for men as well. So yes, yes, we're reaching, we're reaching for you as well. (laughs) All right. That ashwagandha, all that good stuff for men. Oh yes, the ginseng, the ashwagandha, the, the maca root. Give it to them. Give it all to them. <laughs> that horny goat weed is like Listen. oh my God. <laughs> They gotta get a console. Don't give it all away. They, they gotta come. They gotta come. You know what? Just to throw this out there, though, I remember just a little side note. You mm-hmm. asked Johnny during that session. You know his question, and you yes. know what the other. The other night he had, he was, he wanted to answer the question to me and he said, I allow you him her. to record his, can you record it? <laughs> Just tell him to say it again and record it. <laughs> yes. It was so beautiful though. I, 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 he said, I have to allow her to be, to be every part of her feminine femininity. He said, that's what I do. So I make her feel safe that she can be embody that and do her work. She said, you better go ahead. <laughs> you know what? Donna gonna make me because I will bust out with a 90s R&B hit in a moment. It applies to I got a song for everything. I love that. But we need to hear more of that. And um, yeah. I'm just going to start walking up to men like the people do on the streets in New York with my right? microphone and my tambourine. <laughs> what you got to say about the divine man? <laughs> when when a little tambourine shake with yeah. it. I love this. All right. So this is our last one. We're going to wrap up with this. What okay. is your thoughts or your regimen for the goddess that wants to wake up her sacral? And really harness that energy of her worth and audacity and autonomy and even the sensual connection, like not necessarily wanting penetration or Uh sex, right? Uh But wanting to connect sensually through her senses, through the taste, the touch, the smell, and also just connect with her body more intimately. Is there an herbal uh, regimen for that? Is there an herbal regimen? Absolutely. There's there's more than even an herbal regimen uh-huh. for that. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, yes. So connection first. Like, what do you think about your body? Where are you with that? How do you feel towards it? You know, how's your love tank right now? Um, and then when we come into an herbal regimen, right? Of course, that yoni steaming 
it's such a connectivity to the sacral chakra, to the yoni, all of that, those sacred parts of you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think definitely, of course, I have to throw out Damiana. It's so sensual. Yeah. So, you know, sexy but you know not necessarily like you said just 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 sensual and loving on you and that all of that you know awaking those those parts of the body um obviously you think rose petals right Mm -hmm. all of that um I think um motherwort just normalizing that blood flow um, oregano, you know, if, if there's some issue with the, with the bleeding and things like that, um, raspberry leaf balance, you need to be balanced, right? Every time I think of raspberry leaf, we know what it does. We know it has all of these nourishments and yada, 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 and all that stuff. It's great. But that balance that it does for you is just top notch. Like, you know, it's going to balance out all of those hormones. It's going to give you, balance out your womb. It's going to give you all of that nourishment to directly to your womb. So I think those herbs, I think, um, I think, I mean, I have so many, I'm thinking like a lavender hibiscus, like, I mean, all of these, those are the don't, don't give us the whole blend, but I, <laughs> no, I'm not, trust, trust me, this, this isn't necessarily one of my blends, but I'm thinking of all the herbs and why, right? Yes. Um, you know, using those flowers to help drain and things like that. And mm. um, to, to move all of that, that stagnation maybe that they're having in their womb space. So um, all of those things are sensual and beautiful, you know, um, even spiritual benefits of them, right? Because we know Damiana is the love herb, right? Spiritually, it's a love herb, um, drawing love back to you. I think of like green herbs for like protection, right? Um, Nettle and stuff like that. So, I mean, I know I can just kind of go on a tangent with naming all these, but they're for specific reasons. (laughs) I'm not just saying that's the name, but, you know, just having that yoni steam and, and those affirmations while you're there and doing it in a sacred place I'm so big on you know it's great definitely go to a yoni you know place that you can feel you know that love and protection and also that sacredness mm-hmm. you know um I'm all for a good setup but if for, for the people who do like you know want to do it in the comfort of their own home or whatever I really feel like they have to get into all of that like have your space you know have your your sage and have your candles lit and have a journal next to you and have some, you know, fresh, some nice herbal yes, tea and some yes. water, you know, all of that. Um, let it out on paper, sway your hips, you know, while you're there, sway your body, you know, rub your hand across your chest, mm. feel yourself, your neck, you know, um, going to the park and just, you know, opening those hips, doing some stretching. You know, I think of Tyler and her dancing. It's such an embodiment of a feminine, you know, like it's feminine nature. So there's so many things you can do um, to get back into that sacral energy, that feminine energy and mm-hmm. expressing yourself because it's not a one size tunnel fits all. It's right. what it does for you. What's going to make you feel like that woman again? How do you get that back when you've lost it? How are you going to express yourself? 
How are you going to feel? You know, so all of those things, we know what it, like what may, may make me feel close to my feminine nature may not be what makes you feel close to your feminine mm-hmm. nature, right? So just picking up on that, what makes you feel good what as a woman? Feel good. I love this. There you go. <laughs> it's all in response again, but it is, it is a challenge. I just feel like the people in our lives are is is a, a physical manifestation of like this divine call and response. They're there to reflect, uh-huh. challenge us to go deeper or higher or wider, uh-huh. right? Right. Either direction, deeper, higher, wider. Um, right. I love that you talked about the space, though, right? And it's, you know, it's our nature is to, to go to what can I, what can I do? What can I take? That's that. If, if I get another text right. DM <laughs> and that's yes. how they treat you, that's, that's how they don't say hello, nothing. It's, it's what you got. <laughs> when I tell this yeah. you, this come and hey, healer, and I love y'all, Dallas, I do, in DeSoto. When I tell you, them aunties will come in there, no, hey, how you doing? No, what y'all got for, um. Uh, <laughs> what, what, can take, uh, what what can you do about uh and i'm just ma'am sir sir yes. ma'am please right. like right. but <laughs> something you said that i love that takes us out of just going straight for the medicine the medicine uh-huh. is, is beautiful but that's not the totality of the medicine like yes. medicine starts before you actually put something in your mouth right it, mm-hmm. everything that you just named and I love how you started talking about your space what's your setup what's in your environment what does your room look like where are your candles how, where are your smudging tools what kind of music mm-hmm. vib- vibration you got going so we were watching this special my partner and I with um on Netflix with uh she's like the uh European I would say, yeah, very European, um, queen of, of tantric, but aesthetically, right? She would be like the interior designer of like tantric rooms. So she basically builds sex rooms. That's, that's her job. That's what she do. Couples hire her to build sex rooms. Have you seen that special on Netflix? Oh, but can you please send it to me? Because I'm I, As soon as we <laughs> hang up, I'm going to... <laughs> send that to you it's yes. so interesting though and it's it's really is like once you start you're going to just watch all the episodes but there's something about the story behind the couples and why first of all the room that they pick what they want to transform it into and like like she's literally you know taking an order and, and taking into assessment and asking them questions about what you like, you know, how do you feel when this is done? You know, do you like the dim light or highlights? Do you like scents? Do you want electronics in the space? Um, you know, mm-hmm. do, do you want some kind of color stimulation? Do you like texture? Do you want, you know, and all of these things that I hadn't even thought about myself, but I'm thinking like when I build my Zen room, I'm thinking about all these elements that make me feel like Zen, right? Yes. And I think it's the same approach that could be taken for women 
thinking about just think of yourself as the room right instead of it being a tangible space outside of me like I'm I'm trying to build this sex room that is this goddess temple within me what do I want that temple to feel like right what, oh, what I love that male in that temple you know mm-hmm. what are, what do I who do I want to you know be just surround that temple with what are the textures that I want to feel which goes back to a question that I asked Mo in our podcast like what Mm -hmm. kind of clothes are you choosing to dress yourself right but that's that's such a beautiful um analogy I'm definitely going to send you that Netflix special it's it's, it's pretty funny and very very spicy and interesting and some of these were like I was taking notes too like oh I want to do that oh I'm, I'm gonna put this in the room right? really good all right I just want to say you are everything just Aww, everything that's that's, that's what I'm gonna sum it up with you are everything my dear but I want you to if you would leave us with something you you said something in our intro that you provide womb medicine. I'm going to ask you, what's been the best womb medicine for Regina? And what do you want people to walk away with when they've encountered you in your own womb medicine? Mm, I love that question. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Um, what is the best womb medicine for me? What's been my womb medicine? It's definitely been honoring myself by living my truth. If you don't do anything else, live your truth of who you are. That has been the best womb medicine for me of saying no to this. Yeah. world or whatever you want to call it and fully embodying my truth that has been the best womb medicine for me feeling safety in my womb uh, within my relationship and being able to um, fully embody who I am as a woman and appreciate all of those things um, that's been the best thing that's been the best thing for me and that's what I can give people is to literally just be embody your whole truth and be unapologetic about it and the more that 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 puts you into alignment and the more that you are in alignment the more things that can happen for you the possibilities and um everything so I think just being you being in your truth and loving that I love it oh my god (laughs) I love it so much (laughs) So I just want you to know, I don't know if you got a chance to get through my whole message to you after our live, but uh, we have been commissioned and requested to (laughs) at least once a month. It has, they took a vote and it was a very very quick vote. I know Mo was involved in this as well, but... I just I look forward to more spaces with you also because we're we're so much closer to each other and um, I think just divine timing you know there I'm not I I wouldn't profess to be a patient woman but there are things that I have more tolerance for and um, waiting for 
divine timing is one thing that I know has kept me in alignment. Um, that I'm I'm okay. I'm okay twiddling my thumbs. I'm okay like holding myself. I'm okay. Like like I'm a in the meantime kind of girl. I I'm okay in the hallway. Like I'm okay waiting my turn. I have learned my lesson about yeah. jumping ahead, rushing things, being impulsive, trying to be the first to, you know, so there's, there's a lot of medicine in the waiting, in the stillness. And I just think um, I've been rewarded like so, so graciously these last couple of years that I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready now to, um, call in other women and goddesses that I know are yeah. also on the same path and just so I could be a reflection for them and you are one of those women and I'm just ready to do work with you so just know that I'm making this petition before the world <laughs> that I accept. I accept. <laughs> I'm putting Regina to work y'all so I just want to say thank you Regina you are everything and so essential and so needed Last thing before we hop off, the very last thing, your quote, mantra, meditation, leave us with that. Okay. Um, my quote, my mantra is, in order to heal, you must go back to where it first began. <laughs> I was about to sing PJ Morton right there. It just <laughs> coming out of me. The 90s like R&B songs is becoming out. Okay. That's good. In order to heal, you must first go back to where it began. Get to that root, baby. That root medicine is the jam. Yeah. Thank you, Regina. Thank you. Thank you, Kira, so much. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm just so grateful for you. I'm grateful to have met you. I feel like it was divine. <laughs> literally popped up on my google feed like out of nowhere and i have been looking for herb shop too so it was just oh my gosh this is oh amazing gosh. So thank you for, for that the love is you my dear i'm so grateful and i will see you sooner than sooner all right absolutely okay have, thank have you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.